Welcome back to the Weekend Warrior Show Recap Podcast. I'm Ty from the Unemployed Architects. Had a pretty crazy long week, really. Uh, it was a lot of shows. Four shows in three days. And uh, I was busy. It's nice not to have to totally work that whole time, too. Which, uh, you know, would have been a little bit of a bummer. So, that is good. And... Uh, everything overall I think went pretty well a little bit of weirdness on a couple of them but I mean for the most part I, I don't think I've ever made that much money in that short amount of time really and a lot of it was due to the second show anyway so let's get into them here I had Friday night I played in Pontiac at the cellar and then Saturday morning I played at the Bloomington Farmers Market Saturday night I played at a wedding in Washington and then Sunday uh, was the 4th of July so we played the big downs their town celebration with the fireworks and all that so starting with the Friday show it was a good turnout I think overall it sounded okay I, I got a little bit in my head about trying to play songs that I didn't play the last time I was there because it wasn't that long ago and a lot of the same people were there so it was like I wanted to mix it up a little bit, and I did. I don't, <laughs> I don't know that a lot of those songs went amazingly, but uh, you know, I was just trying to shake it up a little bit. Uh, and I mean, it was it was fun. I, I did some weird ones, and some of them were rewarding. I did a old King song called Manhattan, and I haven't played in a long time, and that one went really well. I played. Uh, Sent Me Down on the Cloud by Lucas Nelson, which there's a few people there that we had seen him live at the Canopy Club a few years back, and, uh, you know, we're all kind of fans of his, so it was nice to throw that in there. And, you know, I did a lot of originals, and uh, it just kind of fizzled out at the end. It didn't really... The last time I played there, uh, I feel like it was a lot more poppin'. This time it seemed like people wanted it to be <laughs> to be like the last time, but it just wasn't quite in, wasn't quite getting there. But it was fun. I mean, I think it sounded pretty decent. I used my organ machine pedal, which I kind of regret doing because there's too much noise probably for that tiny room. Kind of maybe threw me off a little bit, but some parts, you know, of the show it sounded really cool to have that. But I just need to know when to use it and when not to use it. I think. And, um, I was, you know, I was constantly thinking, like, I have four shows this week, so I gotta kinda conserve my voice, like, a little bit. Especially for the farmer's market the next morning. But, yeah, I mean, I ended up and played probably an extra 40 minutes. Did okay, tips-wise. Everybody there was super nice. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think, I think it could've gone a little better, but it wasn't, wasn't, like... The worst I've ever played. I think a majority of it still sounded pretty good. And then I broke my, broke a string on the last song, which was a song that I was totally BSing that um, I hadn't even thought about for years. I remembered all the words, which I was pretty impressed with. But there was like one chord that I couldn't figure out in it, and I just kept trying trying different ones, and none of them really <laughs> none of them really made sense. But uh, and then at the end of it. Uh, like the last chorus, I was the the chord I was trying to figure out. Uh, I was just remembering like, 
oh, it's just I was playing the wrong order of the chords. It wasn't that I was playing a wrong chord. It was just not the right progression. So that was a little bit annoying. And then the string broke, and then everybody was outside kind of smoking during that song, and it was already 40 minutes over, so I was just like, I'm going to cut it today. And then, of course, everybody came back in and wanted me to play more. <laughs> and I was just like, I, I don't know that I have it in me, really. Uh, but, uh, you know, the rest of the show is a lot of fun. And the people that come there and kind of dance and sing along are always appreciated. And then Friday morning was a farmer's market. Now, this was the first one I've done. I think it was the first farmer's market that they've had since the pandemic and everything. And in a lot of ways, I could really tell. I mean, I made almost $300 in tips in two hours, which I've never made that much money in tips at a farmer's market before. It's usually like anywhere between 50 to 150 depending on the day. But it was crazy. People just kept putting, and I don't think I sounded amazing. I mean, it was my AM voice. Uh, I think some of it sounded good, but... I felt a little undeserving, but people just kept piling up the money, so I was pretty pumped about that. And then the wedding that I played that night, which was way out in the boonies, like uh, Washington from Bloomington Drive is was interesting. Lots of winding roads, curvy roads, hills, uh, like almost one lane <laughs> wide roads and uh, kind of lots of country. And then you get to like some rich neighborhoods, rich country, and then you're in Washington. And uh, it was like this really nice event center, or it was like a banquet hall, I guess, but it was like a tent, essentially. And uh, Lo was supposed to do that one with me, but she wasn't feeling good, so I had contacted Doug. I should have said that I played those first two shows solo. But, uh, and then Doug Doug said he could do the Saturday night one, so that kind of was good since it was booked as two-piece, and I was, like, worried about, you know, I'd said Lo was going to come and was worried about, you know, maybe looking a little unprofessional compared to, like, the actual venue because it just looked real classy and stuff. But I brought, I brought my light rack, which I haven't brought anywhere in a long time, and set that all up, and... I got a couple new lights that looked really cool. And, you know, doing it, I pretty much did it all myself. Doug kind of was, was running late because he had to work, and he was just kind of doing it out of the goodness of his heart, I guess. So um, I got there, like, two hours early, and, like, I made it look pretty good for just being me, which I kind of have issues with sometimes when I'm, especially if I'm, you know, just have an hour to set up or something. But... Got it looking pretty good, sounding pretty good. Doug got there, and we kind of did a little sound check with him, and it was okay. And then, sorry, yawning. Um, and then uh, everything starts to happen. I played some solo songs, which, I don't know, I couldn't quite find my groove in that part, but it sounded okay. And then, like, the ceremony happened, and I talked to the bride, and she was like, the other sound system that they were supposed to have wasn't going to kind of bail at the last minute. So they ended up and used our sound system for, like, everything. And wasn't wasn't 100% organized, I would say. Nobody kind of knew when th th things were supposed to happen. But that all being said, 
everything went fine. We got a free meal out of it, which was good. Uh, and then they did the speeches, they did the dances, and then by the time we played, like before we even started, people were like heading for the door. <laughs> like they were, they were ready to get out of there. It seemed like. Um, but we, you know, we probably played a solid 40 minutes to an hour. I don't, I don't even know exactly, but we were booked for like three, three and a half hours, but couldn't keep them, I guess. I think people were just anxious to get out of there. There were fireworks going on outside like the whole time, which was kind of annoying to the people giving speeches and stuff. But, um, we got lots of good feedback and I think it was fine, the the venue said we did a good job and they asked for info in case somebody else needed a wedding band which made me feel good because I just felt like I was I was gonna look very unorganized but then I feel like it came across the opposite way which that like rarely happens but uh and then the Sunday show was downs and uh it was hot that is for sure and we me and Lo went pretty early and this was everybody so this was uh, me, Lo, Doug, and Dave. Dave was coming from a festival. He had played down south, so he just kind of meeting us there. But Lo and I got there early, and we got spent a lot of time setting up and kicking and picking. Good, good uh, musical guy, group, no act, musical act. <laughs> uh, named Kyle Roney. He uh, he played before us from four to six, and every time I hear him, he just sounds better and better. And I mean, he started good, so he he sounded great, and he picks good covers and keeps it really upbeat, and um, it was nice to have that kind of while we were setting up to kind of listen to him and watch him a little bit. And this was like a big event, so I had, you know, I brought out all the stops pretty much. I I brought the light rack, I brought both JBLs, I brought, you know, it was like as big of a setup as I could set up in production, I could make it. And it probably still was like a little quieter than it should have been, but you know it was fine. I think, I think the it being outside and kind of a pretty open area echoed quite a bit. And uh, um, Doug, Doug got there a little bit later than Lo and I, and got him sound checked pretty quick or set up pretty quick. And then Dave got there about an hour tell, and then we did. Kyle was just getting done. And uh, we did like a full check and everything sounded good. Dave seemed a little tired but um, from a long weekend of playing. But uh, we got going. We did a lot of covers and stuff right away just to kind of try to grab people in. But we kept tucking some originals in there. And I don't know. It was a little uncomfortable for like the first like 30 minutes. But after that we kind of all loosened up. And I think we played like a really good show. I think that... You know, it was, it was about two and a half hours straight. And, uh, you know, for me, it was the fourth show of the four-show run. So, you know, by the time you're in that one, it's like you don't feel like you have as much uh, rope to climb or a mountain to climb. You know, you're, almost, you're pretty much to the top, so you can really just let loose. And I feel like we got to a point where we were all doing that. I was going to say, too, on that. Friday to Saturday thing. I uh, so I had the show Friday. I ended up staying in Pontiac a little bit longer than I had planned, and I slept for about two hours to, for that Saturday show. And I had two shows that Saturday, so I did get a good night of sleep, but I was still a little, you know, off my A game. I would say on Sunday, but uh, 
we got a lot of really good feedback and I think we played really well. Uh, Doug's fitting in nice, nice and easy and it's fun to get to play a lot of lead guitar and uh, lights looked really nice and I think everything turned out pretty good. I think that was, you know, upper echelon, probably the best show, definitely the best show of the weekend, if not um, best one in a while, especially all four of us. Uh, so we had like a real full band kind of feel and sound, and that was fun. And uh, yeah, that was it. It was uh, it was an interesting night after the show because there was supposed to be somebody that came and sang the national anthem, and I just I started asking about that way too early because for some reason I knew we played till nine thirty, but I think somebody had said that we have like fifteen minutes left, but they were thinking we were done at nine, <laughs> so I kept asking for the person that was supposed to sing the national anthem, and then nobody ever came up to do it. So it was like, for like the last like probably six songs, seven songs, I just kept, um, you know, asking about it, asking about it, and then um, no, nobody would, nobody came up ever. And then I ended up just play, kind of DJing the whole fireworks show. I played like every, like when I put, put on the Sandlot soundtrack, really was the, main one and you know like American Girl and Born in the USA and um there's a Grateful Dead song I put on that Dave wanted me to you know just songs like that to kind of keep keep the fireworks show kind of more entertaining for some people hopefully <laughs> hopefully it didn't bug anybody but uh and then you know I had so much stuff to tear down after that uh we were there for an extra two hours. Dave actually couldn't find his keys, and we spent forever looking for those. I didn't really, but Lowe and Doug were was tearing everything down, and Lowe ended up and found them, which I didn't think was even going to be possible. And then um, there's another girl that came by later. It's like I, my sister lost her phone, so we helped her look for a little bit. But the whole time it was kind of fun because we had the lights going, and we were out in, outside at night, and... It was uh, we were playing music pretty loud and just and it was you know I was at the top of the mountain you know I'd uh, successfully completed a full weekend of shows and I don't know that's usually a nice feeling of relief when when you get that far so yeah that was the weekend it was it was very busy and I'm still kind of recovering from it but I thought it was uh, it was definitely a fun one a definitely financially beneficial one for sure. And, uh, yeah, so that was it. This coming week I have a couple Bloomington shows. I'm playing at Gill Street on Friday. That'll be the four-piece. And then Saturday's supposed to be Lounge About the Roundabout, which might be four-piece, too. So we'll see what happens. But uh should be a lot of fun and really looking forward to it. And as always, I appreciate anybody who takes the time to listen. And I will talk to you next time. Have a good one. Bye.